Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. In the age of online retail, buying a car should be no different. That's why Carvana invented a brand new way to buy a car that's 100% online. Without leaving the comfort of your couch, you can browse and buy from their selection of almost 20,000 cars. And once you've made a purchase, your car comes to you, delivered right to your door. Or you can pick it up from one of their coin-operated car vending machines. All of Carvana's cars come with a seven-day return policy ensuring you get a car that fits perfectly with your life. Not happy? Exchange it or return it for a full refund. And with its dedication to customer service, it's why hundreds of thousands of customers have ditched the dealership and given Carvana 4.7 stars in customer satisfaction. So check out the nation's fastest-growing auto retailer at Carvana.com. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. Rule of two, episode 23, coming in hot. Guess who we have here, Mark Fernandez. Um, well, I don't have to guess because I know, but you want to give it was a rhetorical intro? question. Yeah, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, we have Danny Ramirez, the director of the Vader fan yeah. film Shards of the Past and SW Theory. I almost called it something else. <laughs> Star Wars Theory <laughs> in SWG. the house. SWG, the OG. Thank you guys for coming in. This has been a whirlwind week for you, yeah. I imagine. Uh, we wrap, we're going to wrap this up because we've talked about this. We were we did the show. You guys, SWT, you called in. Uh, I'm going to call you Theory. Yeah. I think you like. I, I think that's what you asked. Because cool. yeah. <laughs> the easier rolls off the tongue a He's little bit easier. He's the phantom menace of YouTubers. He really is. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I like that. But we have you in studio. Danny Ramirez also with a YouTube channel, Spiffy Nerd Herder. I love that title, by the way. How, how are you? By the I'm way? good. I'm good. I tried to go with Scruffy Nerd Herder, but I'm not Scruffy looking. Yeah. Right? So and I you wear are. and I wear a suit when I direct, so I want Spiffy. That's cool. Man. <laughs> You're like the Tarantino of Star Wars. You know, <laughs> how did you suit? guys meet up with each other? I sent him an email about a year and a half ago. He said he wanted to do a fan film in one of his videos. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, I went to USC where George Lucas went. My mentor is a guy who did a huge parts on Rogue One. Oh, and my God. One of those things landed, and he emailed me back. And well, I had no <laughs> idea, Danny, that you went to USC. I'm a fellow USC uh, alumni as well. Fight on, my friend. Fight on. Very nice. Um, so I'm, I'm assuming you uh, majored in cinema then. Yes. Okay, yeah. very cool. Well, let's let's just wrap a bow on this claim that happened. So, just to kind of recap, you made the film, you put it out there. You said we're not going to monetize it. We talked about it that you know you went through Lucasfilm. Lucasfilm yeah. said you can't crowdfund, yeah. you can't monetize, you can't make anything any profits yeah. on this. And you went great, fine. Yeah, here it's you go, your IP. So yep. Yeah. And then the claim happened. Yeah. But after we talked to you, I saw the day later that Lucasfilm lifted the claim. Yeah. How did that go down? Basically, I'm. I can't really actually talk about it in detail about, ah, about okay. how I found out. Okay, um, there was someone there. I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd rather not rat them out. Sure. Um, yeah. But essentially, Warner Chapel put the claim on it, mm-hmm. and then Lucasfilm, you know, got a hold of it, and they're like, "We have an agreement with them. Can't yeah. do it. We're not happy with that." So they dropped great. it, which is great. Good. Happy ending. Happy ending. Yeah. To quote the great Obi Wan yes, Kenobi, another happy landing. Another yeah. happy, happy landing. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, good because I mean I know that there was a lot of stuff happening online. The the, the conversations like it's Disney, it's this, it's not even Disney, it's not even this. But it, it, it was a big yeah mess for a little bit there. I'm happy it's gone, and now it's up there for all to see. Yep. It's kicking butt viral. This yeah. is a viral video that we loved. Yeah. Now we want to talk to you guys. We want to talk about Star Wars. Okay. We want to talk about the yeah. celebration of Star Let's Wars. Let's do it. And glad to have you here. So everyone, thanks for having us. Thank you for coming. This is Rule of Two, Episode Twenty Three. Rise. So, Danny, I have a question yeah. for you. How long did the shoot take? I know we weren't going to talk about it, yeah. but there's a few things. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. So how long did the shoot take? Um, three and a half days. Wow, three and a half days. days. Yeah, we originally had four, but our set construction went over about mm-hmm. a day and a half, which pushed into it. But uh, yeah, three and a half days, and but we prepared the crap animal, out of the animal out of this thing. Yeah, that's <laughs> and, cool. Uh, fix it and fix it in pre-production. Exactly. Yeah, how it should be done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so did you guys um, use uh, like a sound stage, or where did you build the sets? Yeah. So the throne room set was a sound stage in South Los Angeles, the nothing but the highest of class South Los Angeles. Right. Perfect. <laughs> and uh, and then the end mausoleum scene was a mausoleum. It was the Mountain View Mausoleum in Pasadena. Oh, then it looked it looked just like Naboo to me, man. Yeah, it was like, great. It was Fantastic. really good. So that was all practical. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we were there for about two hours. Just shot, wow. it, shot it real quick, and yeah. we're out of there. So, one question I have to ask you because I actually rewatched uh, the movie again over the weekend. Um, showed it to a couple of buddies of Thank mine. You. I, I, actually, my business partner. I showed it to him, and we were like just geeking out. We're both huge Star Wars fans, and every single decision that we ever make in this company, if it doesn't fit within a Star Wars kind of analog, we, we usually don't think it's worth even exploring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but you know, for us, and, and and having talked to you last time, that so much of this movie was motivated by you seeing Mace Windu on screen again, and for part one to end with that Mace Windu cliffhanger, mm. um, like, what? How does that leave you as a creator? Is it just like the thing that you set out to do? You didn't really see it on screen, so does does that give you that much more longing for episode two? It, it does, and the, the thing is, like, we could have just jumped right into the catacombs and put Mace in there, mm-hmm. but we had to build that backstory first. Yes, and in order to do that, you know, we can't see Mace, so it's yeah. it's bittersweet. Yeah, and especially setting up the internal conflict of Vader, and that's really, the most important thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I responded to yeah. the most yeah. was obviously the trickery that Palpatine could do. Obviously, the, the inside him losing Padme, and this is torturing him, him now. It's something that was always kind of suggested in the text of Star Wars and, and, and the prequels, but that, you know, you don't see that in the original trilogy. Yeah. You see that in some of the comics. You see that some of the, the offshoots and the canon stuff, and it's the stuff I love. I always talk about that great image I see of Vader standing over Padme's tomb, mm. and it's just the juxtaposition of evil – what we think is evil at that time and what is evil it's Darth Vader but standing over the, his lost love I love that I got that from your short thanks yeah I mean Vader's our most our most favorite character Anakin yeah. Vader and you're you're totally right like yeah. we we get the original trilogy but it's Luke's story by that point yep, we don't get story. to delve into Vader's thoughts we no. get the second half of Revenge of the Sith where he's Vader but he's not the suit Darth Vader. Right. Padme's not dead. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to see this on screen. Like, okay, my master straight up told me he can save my wife, but he lied to me. Mm-hmm. How? I mean, I would suspect 
there'd be a little bit more than just the first page of the Vader comic. You know, mm. I, I would suspect there'd be a little bit more of that. Yeah, right. Of Vader being pretty upset about that and struggling with the death of her and everything. So we we wanted to delve into it. Yeah. To me, to me, there was a great nuance in there that only like because like, you know, I'm a huge cinephile. Went to NYU film school. You know. If you look at me up on IMDb, I have a lot of experience, you know, to my own limitation. But I've done a lot of work, you know. And for me, um, out of all the stuff that I've been exposed to, Anakin, Darth Vader is my favorite character in all of storytelling. Mm-hmm. You know, right. and this this includes Buddha and Jesus, and like I mean, I'm talking like the gambit of of, of tales, yeah. right? Um, and there was a very nuanced line in the in the short that I think only true hardcore Anakin heads would would like really catch on to. And it was when the emperor tells Darth Vader, "You you aren't even as powerful as Anakin was," mm-hmm. you know. So like, rubbing the salt in the mm-hmm. wound even more. Like, you got your ass kicked by Obi Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. I found you half dead. Mm-hmm. I made you into this, and as much as you're trying, you're not you're not even as good as you used to be. Not even close to his potential. Yeah. So so, how did you guys sort of come up with that little nugget? Um, I think it was just the. We wanted to. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I don't know how else to say it. Um, so, like, just straight up geek stuff. If you have yeah. like a Darth Vader card versus an Anakin card, do you think Anakin takes Vader out? At this point, I think no question. Episode three, Anakin would take Vader out. Episode mm, yeah, three, Vader, I think. But I think episode three, Anakin versus like episode five, Vader. Mm. I think that's a different story. Yeah. I'm with you on that. That's yeah. Empire Strikes Back Vader, yeah. where he is just—he's in it, man. He's, he is wrecking shit with so that yeah. lightsaber. So it's a psychological spin. thing with Vader. Like Vader is basically the same in all three. And it's a transition. Like he had to learn new new force powers. He had to learn how to like use his lightsaber again with like both hands. And like he's just—he's a cyborg now, right? Yeah. And so, then finding out that Luke Skywalker blew up the Death Star. Now I'm going to go find him. Yeah. We know that, and he knows inside that that is my son. Yeah. It's it. What is that? You, you, you jump off of that. Padme stuff <laughs> from their shore. What is it like taking on his son? Yeah. Has he been driven? I mean, is he pulling back a bit? Yeah. I don't well, know. I think definitely. I mean, I think in the original trilogy, we wouldn't even come close to seeing full power Vader. No. Because he's actively not trying to kill his son in five. Yep. And then by the time six comes along and everything, I still think he's not actively trying to kill him. I think eventually he does pull back a little bit, maybe subconsciously. Yeah. Yeah, he's but pulling back. so amazing a character. Just like yeah. hearing you talk about it just makes me, yeah, fuck, I want to watch this. Yeah, let's, let's go watch, I watch, watch these movies now. <laughs> yeah. And that, that was what I wanted with you guys. I yeah. wanted to geek out about Star yeah. Wars because look at that one little nugget yeah. of something that we talk right. about, about Padme. We're already yeah. at Return of the Jedi. Right, so yeah. I have one question. Hopefully you'll answer. You don't have to. But – in your head canon, you guys, as you guys sort of riff on this idea, um, how does Mace survive? We'll answer, Ooh, we'll, we'll answer that question, question another time. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Is that a big part of like, you know, like the cut to now to like the – other main character in the story. So without giving away any spoilers, is that is there a whole exploration planned in your head about the, the aftermath of that will. fight? There's gonna yeah. We will. Yeah. You're yeah. gonna go in depth about that. Episode two is like we're gonna do things that have I, I really want to say on film, because I mean so much has been done on film, but yeah, it's gonna be very, very cool. That's uh, yeah, now I I can only imagine Mace. I know Mace lost a limb at one point, so uh, I can only – Mace isn't Mace hands. anymore. Mace isn't Mace anymore. No, he's, he's someone else. The anger, right? I mean look. Well, Mace pissed. has got – I don't know. He was always using the dark side in a certain way. Right. Yeah. And now the he's, lightsaber. Uh-huh. There's nothing left. So there's no more Jedi left. There's, he's just 
this is yeah it's time to take him down so yeah so we got like the punisher of jedi (laughs) yeah he's like you know what i'm i'm getting ready and i'm gonna take all right so so last thing i'll ask last thing i'll ask and look i respect your pleading the fifth on these things but i have to i have to yeah more as a fan than anything else um how close are you to getting episode two off the ground perfect yeah not close. <laughs> Not close. Okay. Um, you, you just broke a lot of hearts out there listening to this because I know that that was something that people were demanding after roll credits on yours, including me. I was like, okay, I got to see I'll the I'll tell you what I ideally out. want. I mm-hmm. ideally want to film in the fall of okay. 2019 mm-hmm. and then release it 2020. Sometime. 2020. Okay. Yeah. So we got episode nine. You know, we got the Clone Wars coming. Yeah, chill with that. And you, then, have, you have six months to try to figure it out. Yeah, honestly, what months. we need yeah. is we need we need cash. Fifty thousand people to donate two dollars a month. Right. Okay. Done. Because yeah. the Patreon is fair play. Do you have a Patreon? Yeah, yeah because say it okay, on the air. Like, yeah. I've, I've, okay, got, I've got like thousand videos over the last two and a half years, mm-hmm. and I mean other fan films they don't have a channel really, yeah. so they just do the the film. So I can see if you know Lucasfilm would be like, you can't really do that because you don't have anything else that they'd be donating to. But there are like a thousand videos that I have sure. banked in there. So I mean, Patreon was support around way channel. before the yeah. fan film was. So so you're asking, yeah, support the channel. What is the yeah. uh, your Patreon? Let's say right now we'll plug Star it Wars again Theory. at the end. Star Wars Theory. Yeah. Perfect. You guys listening at home? Go yeah. check it out. But the the new thing that YouTube rolled out is the join function. And what what I'm trying to do there is that they pay like four ninety nine a month mm-hmm. and. YouTube takes, I think, like two, three bucks of that or something. But I can put like unlisted videos. I can put like behind the scenes stuff. I can. We're trying to make a comic now to kind of like go through all the the background characters for episode nice. two, um, all the ones that have survived. Just like a fun thing. This is great. Um, offer that for free and yeah. To so. the people who join or mm-hmm. to our patrons. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay, we got true Star Wars sweaties here. Yeah. So we say the word sweaties because we we have a, a mutual friend that we lost. This past July, I'm sorry, um, John Schnepp, and okay. he is a big, uh, big lover of Star Wars. Yeah. The reason Rule of Two is here is obviously the two of us like talking Star Wars. But at one point, it was going to be sequels versus prequels, yeah. a, a discussion because <laughs> yeah, Schnepp, Schnepp loves I, the loves the sequels yeah. like me, and I'm like a prequel guy. And he's a prequel. You know? So Schnepp and I were going to make too. this podcast called the Prequels versus the Sequels. That's a good idea. Yeah. Where, where we just went at each other all the time. And you know, last you know, sadly we we lost uh, John. Yeah, and, we lost him. Um, you know, we picked we up. Can. So, but every episode we know that he's here with us. But that's his term for just complete yeah. love, passion, geekiness is sweaty. Yeah. You're, so look, you're, let's you're get sweaty about this. Let's get sweaty. sweaty. That was my yeah. So uh, today, you know, the Oscar nominations came out. Yeah, no Star Wars nomination, huh? No, Solo. <laughs> I'm kidding. I Solo know. got one, right? Solo got uh, Shards of the Past did premiere in LA Theater. I don't know why it did that. <laughs> Another snub. Sure. Another snub. Sure. Yes. That's interesting. Another I actually snub. wonder if it would be legal. <laughs> I'll make it legal. But if it would be legal for uh, Shards of the Past to be nominated for short, if it had a L.A. premiere. I think you know the answer. Without, that. With, yeah, probably not. Probably not. Anyway, I think um, I think that's when Lucasfilm throws a real claim yeah. out there. Yeah. yeah. Goes, so nah, okay. Nah, so nah, anyway, nah. getting to this, we were talking a little bit about it before we started taping. But Mark Hamill, who I believe, oh, let's get it, is yeah. like you know the John the Baptist screaming in the wilderness, just like he wants to like let it out, and I can't wait for all this to be over. 
and and for him to be pensive enough to want to do like a sit down because I'm going to ask him everything because I know he's just dying to talk. See, I'm reading it totally different. Yeah. So anyway, he said the tweet. You want to bring up the tweet yeah, and I'll actually read it so, so like I don't paraphrase it. Yeah. But let's read this tweet and then I want to talk with you guys right. about it because I see it one way. Um, I see it a different way. Yeah. And uh, he 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 commented on the Black Klansman nomination for supporting actor Adam Driver. He did get the nod. And Mark Hamill writes, congratulations. Just pinned it, by the way. Just he pinned, pinned it? He pinned it to his page. That's so there we good. go. Yeah. Mark Hamill, congratulations, Adam, on your well-deserved Oscars nomination for Black Klansman, playing a good man, only pretending to be evil. Just saying. Yeah. Hashtag. Just mm. saying. So uh, I, I think – look, I think he's telegraphing the spoiler. That he's, that he's a no Severus way. Snape type character? In only no way. To be bad? In no way could he do that. I think there's a he lot is of people trolling. out there. There's a lot of people out there which I just don't buy because it's just not consistent with Star Wars. That say because he killed Han Solo in probably one of the worst like murder scenes I've ever like one of the most anticlimactic deaths of a main character I've probably ever seen in my life. <laughs> Whoa! But what? Personally, this is a, I didn't know it that. It was telegraphed the moment you saw Chewbacca go well, like you know. Oh, this is like well, the minute so he stepped poorly. on the bridge, I knew we were yeah, losing. Yeah, anyway, yeah. anyway, and the mo- and when he dies, I don't know if the if the performance by Harrison was just weak, but for me, oh. no offense to you guys, it fell flat. But anyway, aside from that, um, there's a lot of people. That's out your there Force Awakens one in the in the jar yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. more. Yeah, yeah. My <laughs> force Smack your fan hand. Um, <laughs> everybody says well, the, not. Not everybody. There's a lot of people that say that he's unredeemable because he killed Han Solo. Where do you guys stand with that? Can always be redeemed. Yeah. Yeah. That's what redemption is about, well, right? Well, Vader, he killed kids. He killed kids. Yeah. I mean, he got redeemed. You know, it's so, it's so interesting when you're talking Vader and Kylo Ren. In Vader, we, didn't, we saw that in the prequels, but we're, we never saw Darth Vader kill people other than Imperials um, in the original trilogy. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. We, I mean, sure he's bad. He, he blew out. He blew up some rebels in in, in you know the space. Does battles. Vader not have a body count? I think you, you're right. Right? He only would he, choke. He, he chokes that his own in, in the, people in the Tanta Four. In the Tanta Four, yes. At the very beginning. Yes. Thank you. He did do that. He did but what? that was at the very beginning. Say it again. Say it again. He chokes the rebel, asking like, "Where are the data tapes you?" Sent us or whatever. Watch kills what happens with those, those plans. plans. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I mean, it doesn't ever say if he kills him or not, but right. it's he kind of implied like because it's <laughs> crack, crack, yeah. crack, crack, and then throw him again. Okay, so yes, he did that right at the beginning of New Hope when we first are introduced to him, and then as we start to get the layers and peeling back the layers of who Vader is, yeah. son, daughter, Return of the Jedi, redemption. It's my my point is is that you really don't get the full Vader until prequels, but by then he's redeemed. So I think there's a just a different connection to the whole redemption angle. When but I you think have, it's an echo. I think it's like it is an echo. It will absolutely be an echo, in my opinion. It's a formula that works for Star Wars, right? I think mm-hmm. that's what Star Wars ultimately is about: is that you, you can only know true light if you're able to compare it with dark, right? There's that right. juxtaposition, that contrast. Mm-hmm. I think that that's the ultimate lesson. Of the hero's journey, right, is that you start here, mm-hmm. you go into the depths of hell, and you come out victorious mm-hmm. with a good story to tell. But there has to be that moment of falling into the, the darkness. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I think right now, I thought it was going to happen in episode eight, and we've talked about it on the show, right? Yeah. Like, Ray goes bad, Kylo goes good, and episode nine is about Kylo trying to redeem Ray. Like, balance there you, of the force. There yeah. you have a trilogy. Um, 
But episode eight ended so weirdly, in my opinion, with Ray's arc, mm-hmm. where now it's like, you know, I don't know. She's kind of like leading up to her own little mission of rebuilding the Jedi. Would you agree that that's kind of how they left eight? Right? It seems like it. Yeah. I think Luke's pretty clear when he says, "I'm and I am not the last Jedi." That he's implying that it's her. So. Yeah. Right. What if Same. he's implying it's Kylo? That'd be kind of cool. I'd like that really better. Cool. I'd like that be really better. Cool. But anyway, we're we're talking a lot. What what are your guys' theory about Kylo and his redemption? Oh, 100%. I made a video about this on Saturday and uh where Adam Driver was asked something about what, what was he asked? He was something asked about his uh position on the show Girls and uh, in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Well, in Girls I just got to do whatever I want to do, but in Star Wars, I knew where my character was going to end up." Mm. Okay. So, and you kind of see it like in episode seven, you see it in episode eight, he's like battling with this, this light that's like pulling him. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's talking to Vader about it, whereas Anakin was battling with the darkness. Mm-hmm. You know, he was good, but he was battling with turning to yeah, the dark. Yeah, 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 this yeah. is complete opposite. So I think his character is going to go the same way Anakin's did, but just reversed. But didn't you think that in episode eight that we're setting it up pretty well throughout the story and then you get the throne room scene and then you get like it's almost like it was very analogous, I thought, to like uh, the Ray parentage thing, where it's like, no, the filthy junk traders. Uh, okay, fuck, they're filthy junk traders. And Kylo is not going good. He's going to stay bad. I think he just said that. Yeah, yeah. There, there are two. I mean, there are two ways to think about this. But that he did, was he was fooling her. He yeah. was lying to her. Yeah. Um, or he was telling the truth. Well, when, yeah. well when remember, she, she says they were nobody first before yes, Kylo she says did. something. Yes. When she so. touched the lightsaber, why do we hear Kenobi's voice above everyone else? Right. Right. These are your first steps. Like that's a new line. Like, yeah. And he's talking directly to her. That means yeah. he's watching her. Why him? Why you think Kenobi's going to be in nine? Yeah. I think Obi-Wan needs to be in 9. I think Anakin needs to be in 9. I thought yeah, Anakin needs to be in 7 and 8. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm with you, dude. Anakin I would needs love to, to see Force Ghost Anakin. Yeah, I would love it. At one point in the in the making of the book, yeah. the art, there was like a, a an amalgam of the dark side, light yeah. side force. So it was like half Anakin, half yeah. Darth Vader visiting Kylo. Yeah. yeah. I mm, I loved that idea so get much. That, apparently. Okay. In, in 9. nine? Okay. <laughs> and in the book for The Last Jedi, Luke hears a voice saying let, let go. go yeah. Right? Like when, when he's right when? at the end. Right when, at the end. Yeah. Oh, before he so when steps he, into before the blinds. When he looks into the, the, the sunset and he's yeah. like crying, mm-hmm. right there he's supposed to hear let go. But they don't say who it was, right? No. So Obi-Wan or Anakin, possibly? Some dude emailed me a long time ago saying he worked on the movie. And he's like, Anakin's in it. He's like, it's vo- his voice is in it. And then the book came out and it said let go. And I'm like, hmm. In Last Jedi. Yeah. Interesting. We're breaking it all down so here I on think, Rula 2. I like this. I yeah. love this conjecture yeah, yeah, here. Go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. So for, for Kylo, I think there's a couple of different things you can do for him. Um, there's the Severus Snape route where he's playing secret double agents. Mm. You know, But I think it would be kind of cool if he does get redeemed or can get redeemed, but then he decides to stay with the dark side or something mm. like that. I don't know. I mean there's a million different things you can do. But, but you know, so, so I had this one theory um, that a few people started to, to dig. It's almost as crazy as this theory on Nerdist that I want to talk about too. But my, my theory, oh, God, that theory is that in the prequels, you really – the reason why Anakin goes to Mace, you know, he tells Mace, yo, like, you know, like I found the Dark Sith. It's this mm-hmm. – it's the friggin' emperor. You know, it's uh-huh. the, it's the chancellor. And he's like, okay, if this is all true, you would have regained my trust or whatever it is that he tells him. Um, Then he goes off. And I think one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie, Revenge of the Sith is my number one Star Wars movie. It's my favorite scene. Yeah. It's, you know, see, like. All the guys' favorites? Yeah. It's my favorite. But I think Empire is the best made. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, and Legend of the Sith, I think, is the most yeah. watchable. You know, like it's so easy to watch it again yeah. and again and again. But anyway, that amazing scene where he's like thinking to himself and he's looking across and Padme's looking yeah. at him and like, moment. and this thing is building up. Like, man, if Mace Windu kills the Emperor, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna get to learn the power that I want to know, which is manipulating. And I, I know people are gonna hate me for this. The midichlorians in such a way that you can create life, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, like that's ultimately the the carrot that the, that that Palpatine hangs in front of him. Yeah. That gets him to f- get in his speeder, fly over there, and say, "You can't kill him. I need him alive. I yeah. need him alive because yeah. I need the chance to be able to learn, you know, this lesson." So, um, I took. Let's finish what you started, perhaps, as if if Kylo had really gone into depth into, like, uh, Vader and the Emperor and all this stuff, like, the archaeologist that he was yeah. supposed to be, yeah. according to the Lucas script, where he was more, like, trying to find these things, that he learns about this ability to regen life. Yeah. And that that's actually what Kylo figures out how to do. Yes. I, I and think, redeems yeah. himself by saving, perhaps, Rey. Right. Right. In a the way, Ray yeah. dies somehow we, in episode nine. And he, we had this, yeah, this speculation going back, what, back and forth. What are your forth. thoughts there? Yeah. Well, yeah, either he brings his father back or something. Um, I made a really loose theory like a year ago that what he wants to finish that Vader started was to bring Padme back. So if mm-hmm. he brings Padme back, then maybe, you know, Vader will teach him everything he wants to Can't know. Can you imagine like a fucking uh, zombie Padme? <laughs> I mean, it'd be super weird, but... <laughs> but yeah, that, that, they thought. would lose me on that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 as much as too. I would love Padme. But, 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 but I can see a Matrix... Look, and the Matrix did this, I thought, pretty well. But I can see a Matrix moment... And, like, not necessarily as cheesy as, like, going into the heart and, like, pumping it and, like, getting it to, you know, revitalize. But mm-hmm. I do see a moment where a main character dies... And and uh, and Kylo brings it back. Look, maybe it's Leia. I mean, because somehow yeah. the great Carrie Fisher sadly passed away, but she seems extremely integrated into the yeah, story. Very, yeah, so, like you just can't say, oh, she's off on a mission. You know? Yeah. So yeah. like, unless you yeah, go, it's going to be tough. Like unless you go uh, episode three of the Sopranos season two or three, where like they had that weird episode with the funeral thing, because a lot of people are saying, oh, the movie's going to start with a funeral. Okay. You know, it's like. I don't buy that necessarily. Until but they, episode eight book started with Han's funeral. But. Oh, really? Right. Yeah, they right. had Han's funeral in there. But I think I think they, they had an actual funeral that. for Han in mm-hmm. the book. Yeah, in the book. So no body though, right? No, it was kind of like so. it was kind of like a memorial. Yeah. They they gathered around uh, in the in the ship. You know what right? I think they should have done? They should have hired Natalie Portman to play Leia in episode nine. That's not a bad idea. I was kind of banging no the drum. fans would have been upset about that. That's yeah. I, I even suggested if they were going to go that route, you might as well go Sigourney Weaver because you have Leia? Yeah. Because you have that – you kind of yeah. have that. Nobody uh, hates Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> like Padme playing Leia? Padme yeah. playing Leia. Nobody would have been upset with that. Yeah. <laughs> it, except, him, except theory. <laughs> I'm looking at your face right now going, nope. Maybe it's because it's it's hard to put the headcanon around that one. You're looking at Padme going, unless uh, they dress <laughs> okay, her up. So, but. so look, yeah, with makeup. Yeah, you know, we used to play this game at NYU where we just used to just mess around. Like, who do you want to cast? Mm-hmm. Um, who would you settle for? And what do you think you're actually going to get? Right. So it's like you go Tom Cruise, then Colin Farrell, and then you end up with one of the Baldwin brothers. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like the game of like expectations versus reality. Right. right. Now. I think we're all on the same page. And, I, and look, I walked into 8 thinking this is going to be the greatest movie I've ever seen. Yeah, me too. Right? Like, yeah. I, I literally had that feeling. Like, I'm walking into this thing. It's going to be friggin' dark. And it's yeah. going to be like, yeah. it's going to be crazy. Luke's going to go nuts. Yeah, yeah. Luke, yeah. Luke's going to go fucking crazy. Yeah. Fucking Kylo's going to, like, 
turn and like Ray's gonna go badass and go yeah. bad. We didn't get any of that. We got like this Speak weird. Speak for yourself. I got. It. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm calling you. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> Another little thing in the. Well, no, because I enjoyed a lot of that, but I think I know what you're going okay. getting to. We had expectations. There were expectations. Right. Some of them were met. Yeah. Some of them weren't. Go on. So my expectation for nine is that we're basically going to get this epic redemption of Kylo Ren. Yeah. Okay, that's ultimately what I think we're going to get. Yeah. And at the end, there's going to be some cliffhanger that's going to leave us thinking, okay, maybe they'll do more saga films. And somehow the Skywalker saga, because that's what it is, right? And like even J.J. Abrams refers to it as the Skywalker saga. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think episode eight did a lot of Skywalker saga. No, it was the Ray saga, but we didn't delve into Ray even like as her character. She was just – she started powerful and ended even more powerful. And it was like, why? Yeah. Tell me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. I like this guy. Yeah. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> I like this guy, yeah. Now, would you – some people consider Ben Solo a Skywalker, which he is. So Kylo of Ren is a Skywalker. He's the only yeah. Skywalker that yeah, of interest. Right. So – And his could, story is the most fascinating for me. I think he's he the is, coolest character after Anakin. Yes. Yeah, I really yeah, do. I'm with you, yeah. man. I, I think – He's my Ren, favorite character in the new yeah. trilogy, yeah. hands down, um, because of his complexity right yeah. now. It's just he, in, including episode eight, the last Jedi surprised the hell so, out of me. So anyway, so back to the game. My expectation is that we're going to get this epic redemption of Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. I think Jade is actually going to give it to us. I think he's listening to the fans. I think it's affecting him a lot more than it probably did leading up to episode seven. I think he's internalizing oh, yeah. it more and like reflecting on it more. The title, you mean, or the. Wait, sorry. The story? Yeah, yeah. The, oh, yeah. the story. Yeah, the okay. story. Because, like, look, episode yeah, yeah. eight was all about, like, seven was about, you know, bringing the old fans back, right? Like, mm-hmm. all Setting the, up the story. The, all the nostalgic yeah. people back, right? Like, like the, o, the OG fans, mm-hmm. right? Two was about subverting all of our expectations because we spent two years theorizing. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. we built half a collider. Yeah. Thinking about... That using that mystery box yeah. that JJ set up yeah. to come up with all these theories about yeah. what's going to happen in yeah, it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, <laughs> you too. We all did. It was, and it was amazing. Like I think that that's the true genius of The Force Awakens mm-hmm. was more than any of the other Star Wars movies, it, it, it created for incredible conversation about what would happen next because Seven itself doesn't really – like answer anything it just creates questions but that, that's what ryan johnson wanted to do i mean i don't know if you saw this old video of him after a looper i think mm-hmm. um yeah he explained i made a video about it a while ago and i showed the video it was him it's like some old camera too and he's talking about he's like a really good movie is where you you make a movie and the audience half the audience leaves loving it and half the audience leaves hating it mm-hmm. Well, and yeah, so I mean, he succeeded. <laughs> he succeeded with Last Jedi. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he just, uh, incredibly but succeeded. I wouldn't, that was his whole plan. But I wouldn't say that okay. with Looper or Brick. Yeah, because so, I don't think. You so, know. so anyway, my expectation is we get this incredible epic redemption. The reality is, is that we're probably going to get Ray killing Kylo, and it being a little bit. Boom, boom, boom. Really? I don't know I about. A, I think it's a real possibility. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I think. I mean, you mentioned that. <laughs> You mentioned that Adam knew, you know, where Kylo Ren's going, yeah. but Ryan has been extremely clear that he was given no constrictions on what yeah. to do in eight. So yeah. that even if that was the plan, yeah, because JJ knew- could like, well, I can't do that anymore. You know, I mean, he could, so, and that could very well have happened. Yeah, he, JJ could come back around, you know, as he did to take over Episode Nine and be like, oh. Well, what I wanted to do, I can't do it is now different. I got a question for you. What, what do you think's yeah. up with his lightsaber? 
Yeah. <laughs> with Kylo's. Why is it crackling? Is it is it someone's broken crystal? I. Ooh. Vader's. Is it Vader's or is it Luke's green one mm. from the temple? Mm-hmm. And you know, then, oh. when he crushed when he crushed Luke, he just takes his lightsaber and he just pours so much hate into it. That he breaks the crystal mm-hmm. and turns it red. Takes it and puts Absolutely. it into his new lightsaber yeah. that like Snoke that. gave him the, like the blueprints to. But oh, just man. just just to get it on the I record and kind of like our little prediction thing. Mm-hmm. Do you go with the route of redemption or do you go with the route of blam, 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 he just dies, Ray kills him? I want redemption, but I think he's going to die saving someone. Okay. Same. That's yeah. where I'm going. Because so he dies, a, but he dies redemption. Someone's going to come back. Because it's got to be a definitive I don't end, know if it's Snoke. Yeah. But someone bad's going to come in there. Cause I can't see Kylo being like the main bad guy and Ray being like the main good guy. And I'm like – there's got to be something. Yeah. See, I've been – someone else. One of my favorite now non-canon uh, stories is Dark Empire yeah. and the jumping into bodies yeah. uh, with the clone emperor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I've been – I mean one of our highest rated videos, Fernandez, was when Snoke was offed after episode eight. I sat down and with Ken Napsok and we went, hey, Dark Empire. This is what happened in Dark Empire. What happens if Snoke is using the same kind of thing? And so we get yeah. another body. Force projection like Luke was. Force projection maybe, but I, I still – What about the – The rules exerted. have been established there. We we saw the lightsaber go through Luke. Well, maybe he could have – Clone made body. Like Who knows? Episode clone 7, body. Kylo talks about the clones. He's like, why yep. don't we just start up the clone, the clone army again? Yep. Right. That's true. So they obviously know about it. Yeah, that's where I'm going about it. it. He always has access. Maybe to he it. has like a whole. Maybe we start with episode nine. There's like a whole, you, you know, mean, like Mount in Tantus? the Force Unleashed game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Vader walks in and it's just like Bodies. tank after tank after tank after Snoke. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> He's like in there. What I'm telling you, that they cherry picked those things from the canon material or from the legends material. What What do you guys think of that theory on Nerdist that it's all like Tyler Durden style and that Snoke is all in Kylo's head? That's how powerful he is. What was What was the theory? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I don't like this theory. Basically, that that Snoke. And somehow I got some some play on Nerdist, and it started going. People started retweeting it. Uh, people started adding us on it. That basically uh, Kylo is like Tyler Durden, and that he's creating Snoke with his mind. Mm-hmm. You know, and that Snoke is like a figment of his imagination. No, because everybody knows about him. Yeah, Leia talks. Uh, Snoke yeah, got yeah. to him first. Yeah, and again, know about could never work. Yeah, I'm not into a that body was cut in half yeah. in front of a person, yeah. in, in front, front of people. the Praetorian guards. In front of a, a, you know people, if that if that was true, I would feel very very cheated. What's interesting about that scene, though, if we really look into it, is that it kind of looked like a, like a theater mm-hmm. with the whole red drapes in the background, and like it just very looked like call. it was yeah. like maybe a set mm-hmm. set up. I don't know. Ooh, that it was fake. Maybe. I don't know. It's very it's very dangerous for a filmmaker or, or from a writer to say. Let's go through all this and then at the end say it was all a dream. It, I'm because so it discounts with you. everything that's happened. Yes. I mean, I mean, we took a leap even doing it for half of the charts of the past. Mm-hmm. You know, we were very conscious about that and like, okay, we want to, yeah. we don't want to fall into this trap because if you do, every, oh, it was all a dream, nothing ever mattered. Thanks for your movie ticket. You know? Right. But yeah. that dream was real. I feel like, they, I feel like our dream was real. Oh, I like that. Like idea, I feel though. like it would. It, that's how it would have really played out. Mm-hmm. That's, you know? That's that's one of the solutions we came up with. Yeah, I mean, so the beginning so that, that, that Vader is actually extrapolating in his head. If I go down this path, this is this how it's is, yeah. End. These clones come win. in. This is what they do. Okay, yeah. this is what I'm the Force doing. showed a real thing that could happen. You know what? I'm going off of the the Last Jedi novelization yeah. where the Force gave Luke Skywalker an alternate vision of his 
own future or past, however you want to say it, when he was married back on Tatooine. Yeah. And the Force gave him that, hey, that would have been your life had you not gotten involved. Um, I love your connection with Vader. That's real. Yeah. It's a different version of the Force. The Force yeah. was showing you this was what could happen or did or and can happen. And yeah. you lose. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Did you guys write the second episode already? Yeah, the rest of the rest of the series is written. That's and how awesome. many episodes do you have in your mind that you would like to do if you had all the monopoly money in the world or Ooh. all the money in the world to make this Just thing? Just one happen? more, but it would be the whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think realistically, what so would three be episodes all in is what you have kind of mapped out. It's like feature length when you put it all together. No. Yeah, no, it's not feature length. Yeah, it'll be like an hour, over an hour and a half. Yeah, hour and a half. If I we think. had all the money in the world. <laughs> oh, if we had all the money in the no, world, no. what we have currently written is not an hour and a half. No, but if we had all the money in the world, yeah, yeah of course. If we had all the money in the world, you right. Oh, dude, right. A, you, know, you guys would have competition with my movie because I'd make a, I'm dying to make um, – I'm dying to make the Obi-Wan thing. Like yeah. I, I literally put myself to sleep more than I would like to admit going through my head the Obi-Wan yeah. story structure. Yeah. Yeah. And to me, it's like – it's the epic story, you know – that that last speech in Revenge of the Sith, you know, people make fun of it or whatever, the higher ground speech. To me, it's one of the coolest moments in all of Star Wars because you really – because I've been there. Like, like, like when you have a fight with somebody that you love and, you know, especially if it's like, you know, brother to brother, sister to sister, people that are close, mm-hmm. you know, in a highly intimate way that is family, you know, not sexual but family mm-hmm. stuff, like – both those – like that moment to me really, really captured that. you know. Mm-hmm. And like I think though that connection that these two people have uh, plus the fact that in the back of Obi-Wan's head, Qui-Gon Jinn was like, I only leave you back – like I only leave you one mission. You trusted him with it. Yeah. The only thing I ask of you as I'm dying here train the, train the boy is take care of this kid. Mm-hmm. Like no matter what. Yeah. You know? And like – I, I'm dying to see the lengths that Obi-Wan Kenobi is willing to go to to bring Darth Vader back. You know, even though he doesn't want to do it. And in his heart, he knows he, he, he probably can't do it. Yeah. That he has to try. And those moments with him and Qui-Gon Jinn, Qui-Gon as the blue glowy. Yeah. And like Qui-Gon's keeping with the message like, like you got to. Even if it means leaving Luke here alone, you gotta go try to bring him back. Yeah. That's his arc. That I love that too because I feel I, like I get his, lost on that one. No, and I would too. I, I think his arc would be to try to save Anakin, and then throughout the movie, it's him finally getting to that place where he tells Luke he's more machine now than man. You must kill him. Right. That's it. Where that's he, he like that's his, his arc. Mission is to- protect Luke is just protect Luke now I mean it's all there in the Obi-Wan movie well I'd like to see it because I've thought about how would I do an Obi-Wan movie and I haven't come up with anything that I really like so make it so I can can feel like (laughs) your story kind of and what you have told me and what we geeked out about like kind of intersect you know look obviously I'm uh you know I'm a creator of my own right and you know like I just finished doing a nature documentary that is totally on spec you know with us it's my original IP, so it's a little different than what you guys did, but it's the same kind of labor of love. Go take a gamble on something that nobody believes can happen and just go do it. And then actually when you do it, you're like, damn, this is actually really, really good. Um, you know. But one thing that I, that I get inspired by with your movie was that you guys used a lot of CGI stuff in there, you know, like yeah. – like, like, you you really fleshed out the narrative by doing some of those classic George Lucas establishing shots 
like like when he lands on Naboo, I thought was really really well done. Did you guys create all that from scratch? Is that is that all original? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all completely original. Our artist did yeah. the ship, the landing pad, the yeah. backgrounds of matte painting. Uh, there was, I mean, that particular shot you're speaking of, I don't know, was maybe eight people working on that. Wow. And like um, you guys kept uh, in Star Wars Galaxies, which is my favorite game of all time. Um, you know, like my little ship was a little Jedi starfighter. You guys kept his little starfighter yeah. as his ship. He yeah. hadn't graduated to the Tie Advance yet. No. So, like in your head, Cannon, talk to me a little bit about I that. Love that's, that. That's yeah. some geeky shit that I think we all would know. Yeah. Lord, Lords of the Sith. He's flying a Jedi starfighter in Lords of the Sith. So that's right. You know, it's at this time he's still he's still doing it. Which one's Lords of the Sith? That, that's Canon, right? That's yeah, part yeah, of the new stuff. Yeah, Paulus book. Yeah. book. They go to book? Ryloth and yeah. Yeah, it's not, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of great moments in it. I'll, I'll bring it. But, I have it. Yeah. It's him and the Emperor get get stranded on, on Ryloth. On yeah. Ryloth, right? Yeah. And there's some character from Star Wars Rebels shows up in it or something. Yeah, uh, Sindola. Sindola. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Sindola's father. Yeah. Anyway, this is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Obi Wan movie. Uh, there was a Boba Fett movie. This is. I wanted to get your your thoughts on this. Um, now the Star Wars standalone movies or the stories or whatever they're calling them, um, I, the reason I'm bringing it up is because when I watch Shards of the Past, I go, this is, hey, Disney, posing a question to you. Could you learn something from this? You know? yeah. you, for me, it's the emotional stuff that you're, you're mining in Vader. Um, but now these movies, we don't know what's going to happen. What are your, what's your take on these movies being not necessarily canceled, but there's definitely a pause? Mm. A Boba Fett movie, can it work? An Obi-Wan movie. Uh, what else? Some of the rumors we've had um, a Mos Eisley yeah, movie that yeah. was Guillermo del Toro. We actually have some some scoop on that. We're not going to really talk about it because it's we've already implied it. But yeah, that one, ooh, I want to hear that. I want to hear the scoop. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. offline. Okay. That that one. The Star Wars stories have been plagued by drama. You know, like all of them. Yep. Yeah, know, it's like amazing Rogue One works. And I like Rogue One. Yeah. To me, Rogue One is the best of the Rogue new movies. Me too. Love it. Yeah. And yeah. that had the most trouble. If five you think about it, like they had like five writers and two directors. Well, I mean, and, it's like you you could. Yeah. We heard Tony Gilroy coming in and doing Tony all Gilroy those reshoots lot, and yeah. you know doing a lot. Because I of give a lot of the credit to that movie to Gareth Edwards. Am I totally wrong in that? that I would. I would give it to him. I mean, it was his original vision, um, and I think he got what he needed to do. But I don't know at that point where Tony Gilroy took over. And Gareth Edwards stepped back, so yeah. I I don't know, but but yeah. anyway, what's your, what's your guys' take on the original stuff? Like Luke is kind of cl- you know closing shop on that a little bit. For me, I think the most important thing is you got to have the Force in a Star Wars movie. Yeah, you got to have the Big Mac. I call it the Big Mac. Yeah, you, know? you, you do. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. without the Force, it's Star Trek. Mm, I think, right. Yeah. You know. So I think whatever they or, do, or a bad version of Battlestar Galactica. Or, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But you so, know, but like with Boba Fett, it's like if you're going to do a Boba Fett movie. I think you got involved. You do it after episode six. You involve Ben Solo. You involve Han so you can get the Force. You get Snoke. Mm-hmm. So the B story is Snoke tempting Ben mm-hmm. and how Boba is involved in all of that. That's a great you know? idea. So I think there's I, like I think there's potential for these spinoffs that are about non-Force characters. But you gotta, I think you got to involve the Force somehow. Yeah. I tend to agree with that a lot. For me, it's like you walk into McDonald's and it's like, yeah, the the double cheeseburger is the same thing, but it doesn't have the special sauce. It doesn't know? have the little pad. The uh, bread in the middle. middle. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have a little pad in the middle. It's like with these new Star Wars movies. Like to me, the biggest sin of of, of Episode Eight. Sorry, this is just my opinion. Okay, if you're Bring out a five dollar bill. <laughs> if, you're, if you're tuned into Rule of Two, this is the vibe you get. But two lightsabers never clash. You have the one in the 
in the vision yeah. where he kind of blocks it. But to go through an entire Star Wars movies without like a lightsaber fight, yeah. like to me, like you know, yeah, it's formulaic, yeah, it's a, whatever. But it's what Star Wars is. Yeah. It's the ultimate crescendo. It's like building, 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 building till you get these like lightsaber moments. You yeah. know, it's like mm-hmm. opera. Um, and um, that's probably my favorite thing about the prequels is how George Lucas had come up with this light sword idea. And in the prequels, he, he he just went all in on yeah. it, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like it created this aesthetic that no matter how hard you try to, like, innovate, it just feels like it's right out of the prequels, you yeah. know? Because, like, especially in that final fight with, like, you know, Anakin and Obi-Wan, it's just absolutely fucking gorgeous, you yeah, know? It and is. it's like, you know, and it all, it's funny because, like, if you look at it, then you also got to look at the Matrix and what uh, you know Master Wu Ping Yen did with like fight choreography at the time, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was that and how that influenced all of the stuff. And then the, and then there was the, the the Star Wars lightsaber stuff was pretty operatic in the same kind of way, um, where like in the, like in the Force Awakens you get this more. Um, you know, kind of rough, kind well, of it like was more raw. And JJ said that was intentional since they yeah, weren't yeah. fully trained. That tracks, right? Too because, because it's it was like, more medieval, almost, yeah. right? Like, like it was like especially since Ray didn't know what she was doing, and yeah, and like Finn also fought with the lightsaber yeah. in that one, you know, and he had a, he he had a couple of blocks, and he was driven by emotion at that point. And people forget that he's actually a trained fighter. So he is a trained I mean, fighter. Yeah, he should be able to use a sword at least. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I remember growing up and thinking that like – and I forgot where I got this from, but that only Jedi could use the lightsaber and turn it on mm-hmm. or something. There was some kind of canon that like talked yeah. about that. Even though Han does it. Right, right. Fine. Even though Han does it. And for years we were like, yeah, but Han did it. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, yeah, I, I, um, I think that these, uh, these new movies need to give us a little bit of that stuff. And it just seems to me that every choice they've made – uh, with all these ancillary pieces is just going further and further and further away from the force. I mean, d- depending on the story, I mean, I, I think they're a little too reliant on the talk, original trilogy. Talk about it. All and the, of it. And like the, and Star the Wars characters. Rebels. Rebels is the only one out of all of this new Disney stuff mm-hmm. that has really said we're going to put the force in the center of it. And even that one, like season three of Rebels is amazing because like there's real conflict with Ezra. But then you have season four, season five, it starts going into the other characters so much that you totally lose all that stuff, you know? So anyway, what do you guys think about that? I think they're stepping too far away from the Skywalker saga and they're saying it's all about the Skywalkers in this one, but it's really not. Yeah. I want to see more of Luke. Like they're kind of doing what they did with the with the originals, with showing Vader. What, what it was like twelve minutes in in the whole thing or something like that. Oh, really? Something like that. No, like in Episode Four, Five, and Six, Vader's screen time was it, it was short. It was like twenty minutes or something. Yeah. All three put together. Yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that. And then with this one, they're kind of doing that with Luke. And then you know they went back with the prequels, and then they they introduced Anakin and all that, and we fell in love with Anakin and Obi Wan and all those characters. So I kind of feel like they're setting this up to make like a Ray anthology or like a Ray something or like a Finn something, which they've talked about doing. Yeah. So maybe Interesting. that's maybe that's what they're pointing. So like, maybe they're closing like out this trilogy, trying, yeah. and Ray is going to take off. So we're not. It's not necessarily Episode Ten or Eleven and Twelve, but Ray Ray, Ray Wars. Ray, Ray goes off and builds, rebuilds the Jedi Order. Passing the torch. Passing but, the torch. But they're trying so hard, and that's a good point. They're trying so hard, in my opinion, to pass the torch that they're forgetting about the brand values that actually set the fire off in the first place. Yeah. And they're trying to franchise it so 
hard to the point where they're actually missing like the point the of soul the of Star Wars yes yeah you know, like like, exactly what you've been saying. Yeah, it's exactly what I've been saying. And when I looked at your guys' you know, uh, short film, what I saw was fans that felt the same way I did. You know, that like, where is this story? You know, where is this, um, you know, exposition that we're just not getting? Like, you guys are inventing some new stuff. You want to, like, create it for a new generation. And but you're not. You know, like with with Marvel, they stick to the core values yeah. of the characters. Yeah. Here, they're trying to invent new ones so that to be less dependent on the values of the characters. Yeah. Mm. And to me, it's mind-boggling, you know? And, like, that's why, like, my expectations versus my reality sometimes are so separate because my expectation is that Episode Nine, J.J. is going to just have a little renaissance of Star Wars, bring back the soul. I think yeah. that'll be great. And yeah. we all want that. It's like, you know what, like... I always compare it to, like, I'm a huge fan of the Miami Dolphins, and the Dolphins are crap, you know, and, like, and they've been my crap. Condolences. Yeah, you know, they've been crap my whole life, you know, and I, and, and I know they're crap, but every game I'm there. I, I never miss a game, you yeah. know. Um, that's how I feel about Star Wars, yeah. you know. Like, I will watch everything, you know. I, I, I've been struggling with, with, with some of the new cartoon stuff recently, but I will try to watch everything. Yeah, yeah I, You know, I personally, I love Star Wars. I, I think it's the greatest thing ever. My, I mean, my son is a huge fan now. He's five. Nice. My oldest son. I mean, he knows Star Wars of the Past better than I do. <laughs> sometimes, named him Luke. sometimes we'll act it out. <laughs> oh, and, is yeah, his, his name Luke? His name is Luke. <laughs> okay. Can you please, I'm, I'm going I'm to have you talk to my fiance because I would, I want to name her kid Luke. Well, it's funny. It's my, my wife, she was the one pushing for Luke because she wanted to name after Luke in the Bible. Because my wife d- doesn't care for Star Wars at all. Right? Yeah. At all. yeah, 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 yeah. But that's balance, and, balance, balance in the force in our yeah. home. And uh, but I'm like, I can't name my son Luke. Are you kidding? Everyone's going to say that I named him after Luke right. Skywalker. But she went out in the end, and his name is Luke. I will gladly say it in my in my family. <laughs> yeah. But 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 uh, but I love Star Wars, and but I think uh, we can learn a lot. We can learn a lot from Thor's hair. Let me explain this. Okay. Ooh. In Thor Ragnarok, he gets the buzz, right? Right. Could you imagine if they would have done that in the first Thor? Right. They introduced Thor with short hair. Yeah. Right. There would have been riots in the streets. Mm-hmm. But they took two and a half movies to do it. We fell in love with this character. We fell in love with his world. And, of course, we saw him in all the other MCU movies. But they finally did it. And when they cha- made that change, we were like, cool. We'll go with it. Mm-hmm. I think Star Wars, any big franchise can learn a lot from that. Like you, when a big change needs to occur, that's cool. Fans will go along with it. But build to it. Build to it. You know, take the take the time that's needed, but don't, you know, with anything, don't just like make a new series possibly with characters we've never heard of. You know, give us introductions to these characters. Um, but I mean, I hope they keep making Star Wars movies till the day I die. Oh, of course, it's a great <laughs> point. point. I think yeah. it's a great point. Um, I I could see that point, uh, you know, and put it on the Last Jedi, put it on Force Awakens. A lot of these. I think some of the addressing some of the fans' concerns that that's not my Luke. Yeah, you know, but she's a little. The too force powerful. has got to be a part of it, though. I think you got to be about force characters. Now, I but. I go back and forth on that. I I love the idea of the force being involved in every single movie. But like, you know, Obi Wan, of course, like you're going to get it. Poe is in Resistance, but you're like, okay, Poe. Okay. Yeah, but it's yeah. dependent on the. I mean, if <laughs> no, we were going to get a Boba Fett Bo. movie, you don't want to get me started on Poe. <laughs> but but that hold on, jar is getting full, man. <laughs> but but it's like they have. A Cassian Andor show, like how do you yeah. green light that? It's like Cassian doesn't use the Force. Like if you're gonna give us a show, give us a show 
I don't know. This is where I so. feel like it's a little too reliant on the nostalgia factor, which is the original trilogy, which is an offshoot. Rogue One is of the original but trilogy. You know what? CSI. Cassie and Anderson. CSI. Yeah. Okay. CSI had like five or six offshoots. Yeah. But all pretty successful, actually. Mm-hmm. CSI Miami, CSI New York. Mm-hmm. It goes on and on and on. It's always about investigating crime scenes. Mm-hmm. Like Star Wars is about the force, this power that binds us, connects us, whatever, however the hell the line goes. And it's about masters of the force that can go against the odds and beat the odds, right? Like it has these core elements that, okay, so now you're going to do the Cassian Andor show. Mm Mm-hmm. And we all know he dies at the, you know. That makes so, it hard, too. So, when you know okay, what's going so like, to happen It's always hard. That's another thing in filmmaking. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's the just tension's like, already I, out. I think it's their, their leeway to go into, you know, more Jedi stuff, if they really want to. Like the whole, the what was it, the Jedi Temple with the kyber crystals that the Empire was stealing from. Right. Like, they could go into that. They could go yeah. into with that. Show. Why couldn't what? we see Ahsoka show up in the Cassian Anderson? What's series? the most successful Star Wars offshoot probably ever made? In your opinion, I think Rogue One. Yeah. Personally, I, yeah. see, I think it's Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, 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 oh okay. we're talking oh, about yeah. like, okay. yeah, yeah, like all of Just, it. Knights of the Old Republic. That's by far my favorite video game. Of okay, time. so Knights of the Old Republic. I think a lot of people would say, okay, that's the most successful offshoot of Star Wars, right? One it's, of them for sure. Yeah. yeah, definitely one of them. Definitely the one that has the most consumption, right? Like it. my old boss used to say, you know, consumption is validation. Somebody oh. spoiled the twist in that too for me. Oh, that sucks. That's oh, a great wow. twist. We won't he, spoil that here. We won't spoil that here, even though I think we spoiled it on our top 10 video game. Sorry. Did we? Anyway, yeah. um, what's Kotor? Kotor is going orders of magnitude into the Jedi. It's mm-hmm. not just that now there's like one or two or three Jedi. Yeah. Now there's thousands of yeah. Jedi. Yeah. yeah. And, and like everybody loves that shit. It's Game of Thrones meets Star Wars, and it's like. <laughs> How yeah, could, how could you not? How like, could you not make a million billions of dollars doing that, and yeah. the fans would go crazy? Well, so, I think that's what the betting so yeah, is going to absolutely be. Why? Yeah. So why is this new Disney regime, in terms of vision, not going deep in on that and trying to make everything else work around it? I don't know. Well, I think that's. I think they're. Oh God, sorry guys. There, I think that they have done an experiment, and Solo was the first movie. You know that bombed for them. You know it made a lot. It made a lot when you look at different and movies, honestly, right? I, I, People and honestly, it. I enjoyed it, but I think there it's, was the aspect of the Force missing. Solo, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maul, it, Maul at, the at the end, end. was so cool. Like, like Maul that, was great. That made it yeah, but that, that doesn't count. That's not enough. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Solo is but my like, least favorite Star Wars movie. Really? Yeah, yeah it's my. It's, well, it's just called the least best. It's the least best. It just didn't <laughs> land. With I might like Solo more than Last Jedi. You like Solo? I might more. like Solo more. I, than I, I, I Solo. like Solo I more it. than the Last Shot. I, I think it. because it's about Solo and not about a character I'm like really invested in. You can do whatever. Okay. It's, yeah. yeah. It's it was hard for me with Solo just because there was a lot of moments that I was taken out of the movie that I literally felt the characters <laughs> looking at me going, "Huh? You wanted to see this, right?" <laughs> yeah. Like, no. I, I liked it. I think, I, I think Alden did a good job. He did a great job. Yeah. There are wonderful moments in this. Mm-hmm. It just didn't land L3 with me as well, but. I but I have a uh, kind of a theory that it's like it's too much original tr- trilogy stuff. We got Rogue One, we got mm-hmm. Solo. We're getting all this stuff. I'd be happy for a Mace Windu but, movie back what's in the your prequel take, days. Like, what's your take on like th- what I think is just the most frustrating thing about the leadership at Star Wars is that they keep greenlighting these projects that have nothing to do with the Force. 
that have nothing to do with the core brand tenets of Star Wars. But we don't know that with any of we these don't know things that. right we now. Do. Yeah. We, I mean, we really don't. It would be unfair right. to say that we do. the Mandalorian could somehow turn into he's a force wielder. I think there will be there a lot of any Jedi stuff in the Mandalorian. I think there I, will be. Better. I think, I think so. there's there offshoots happening with uh, – like, I think Ahsoka will be in the Mandalorian. I would like, love like full-blown character. And I could see Maybe. Ahsoka again Maybe. popping up in Cassian Andor series. Yeah, I could I see Obi Wan Kenobi showing up in that. Are they really doing that Cassian Andor series? Is that a real thing? Yes. Yeah, I was a little surprised when they asked it. But. That it surprised me too. Yeah. Out of all the characters, <laughs> I went, "Why him?" <laughs> but, I, but then I, I heard I, that it's like he's just going to be the only like consistent character. But there's going to be a like, lot of other characters. Okay, it's like a twenty-five-year-old yeah. kid watch Narcos with him in it. I was like, oh, man, he's really good at Narcos season three or season whatever it is. <laughs> Let's do a Cassian Andor thing. I, I mean we have no idea what that's going to be about See? because it could be any number of things. Him finally – him being in the uh, Imperial Navy and getting out somehow. Well, him I mean, being whatever. So Which I thought Solo was going to be mostly about. That's, what mostly it, that's where Empire. I was a little bit di- uh, disappointed. I really wanted to see a lot of Han Solo being in the Imperial Navy and what that did that to him. Really cool. And wanting the the true what's in my head canon, him saving Chewbacca from, you know, being a slave. I mean, yeah. I suppose yeah. you could say he was doing that, and he did. What do that. was Chewbacca doing? I have no idea. Now that I think Theory, about it, what do you? What, what is I your think, take? I think on he, was, he was he was held captive, but he was also there to like torture people that they throw in there. Yeah, I think well, so. I got that. Kind of like, That's what I got. But yeah. I just wonder if there's anything deeper behind it. Because yeah. it was We're like the two anymore. the two stormtroopers, uh, the cameo. What was a bit. Uh, Oh, Tag and Binks. Tag and Binks. Thank you. That, that it was those guys. Yeah. So for their own enjoyment, throwing in people into so Chewbacca could eat them. Yeah. Didn't land with me that much. When so, you guys were were bringing Mace back to life, you had to be thinking about Boba Fett, right? We did absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, he's a, he always comes up in those conversations. Yeah, because it's like that same big question, right? Like, how do you come back from that? Yeah, I think it's it's. We, we thought, we thought, you know, I'm so I, can, I can tell you, um, we thought of having him in mm-hmm. at the end. Boba Fett is not in. The but he's not. Okay. Like, we're not it would just take the story completely out it, of there. It's now Boba Fett's story. It's not Vader's right, well, yeah. Boba, Boba's a, oh, is it, because Boba, I guess, would be an angry teenager around this point, right? Or no? He'd be about as tall. Yeah, it's like, what, five yeah, years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he'd be, he'd be the teenager we see in Clone Wars, basically. Right, right, right. Yeah. 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 Right. Okay. Just a little older. How excited are you guys for the new Clone Wars? Oh, I'm stoked. I'm stoked. I love yeah, I think it's going to be cool. Yeah. yeah. We've been hearing things from people that work around it that there's one episode. This is all I heard. Uh, I'll keep the sources anonymous, but that there's one episode that's like one of the best Star Wars things that this person had ever seen. Mm. Well, I and, think that season finale, season two of Rebels with Ahsoka Invader was like the best, one of the top five moments. It's one of my favorites. Made. In Rebels. Yeah. Season, yeah. which one was two. it? Season two. Season finale right? two when Vader and Ahsoka. Yeah, it was good. And season three of Rebels yeah. is really strong. So I, so what I'm trying to say is I think they can make these amazing moments in these cartoons. Do we know where it's going to end? Uh, where, uh, uh, season seven? Like where, where are we going up to? Order 66? or To the Chancellor's Capture, sure. maybe? I'm like not sure. The, the only, the only thing I heard, and this is from a real source, which will remain nameless, is that there's an episode in this new run that is one of the best things this person has ever seen in nice. Star Wars. I'm more excited. And this person's opinion is pretty spot on most of the time. Yeah. So I'm very, I very you know, his, initi- his initials are reference. G- GL. I mean, I know he's legends now, but if you guys saw this interview, like way back when the Force Awakens came out, we're going back to this. The, yeah, 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 yeah. Please. Um, it was JJ, Daisy Ridley, and like the rest of the cast, and 
someone in the like the fans they ask a question to Daisy and they're like, so um blah 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 something about Snoke and then she's like, oh is that Darth? Plague and JJ really. just like he's like oh uh, 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 Larry or whatever he's just like oh uh, can we like get to divert the question? Oh please? really? That was documented somewhere? That yes. was documented. I man. remember it's on the internet somewhere. Yes, I remember this, this happening because thing? then yep, yep because okay. then in Force yep. Awakens and someone got it. The Plagueis music is playing. Williams is giving you a treat there. Yeah, I know, man. And the and the, the stone and with the Dwarty, like yes. Do you guys know that? You, uh, no, no, no. I, I'm familiar. Please, yeah. Okay, so he has the stone that yeah that big ring, right? Right, right. And like episode nine was supposedly called that working title. Um, yeah. Uh, um, what was it called? Black. Black bear or something. Panther. Like no black. I don't know. I Something like that. Something but supposedly like that. that's the name of the ring. Okay, anyways, the the ring, um, the gold part is from the the catacombs of where Vader's castle is. You guys read the new comics, right? Where he was like trying to go into this like other world. I haven't. So, yeah, I need to especially catch up the on ring, my comics. The so ring I'm is like somewhere you. from under the, the castle. Okay. The ring, when you look at it, when you look at the picture of it in the, um, the art of episode eight, whatever it's called. Right. The book, it shows the ring. And then it shows inscriptions on it. And you're like, well, what's that? It shows a line. It says inscriptions of the ancient Dwarty or the Dwarty. Mm-hmm. Now, the Dwarty, if you go back to Darth Plagueis' book, were, uh, he collected these statues. These statues we see in Revenge of the Sith, they're the gold statues in Palpatine's office. Mm-hmm. What the heck? Yeah. Like, why is that all connected? Yeah. I like that. I've, I've been hoping that it was Plagueis. I've been hoping maybe they're yeah. the final reveal in Episode 9 awesome. will – I think we need to answer Snoke. Yeah. It's putting I so think. much pressure, though, on Episode Nine. Yes, it's just like, but again, squeeze in a movie in Episode Nine that we didn't get in the first two. I mean, but how re- how realistic is it to say that JJ set up all these things, didn't talk to anybody about these setups, and yeah. walked away? Yeah. There is that narrative that then Ryan Johnson came and had, as you put yeah. it, carte blanche. I can do whatever I want, and yeah. then now JJ has to come in, and some people say fix what he did. Or finish is what I say. Yeah. Come in and finish <laughs> how he brings. But but what what were you going to say, Danny? Because I know with four people yeah, against Harkins, yeah. usually it's just me and him. Like, yeah, yeah. Like fantastic. Crazy. You can talk about Star Wars all day. I, um, yeah. <laughs> That's our of, problem. One of the things that I'm a little like just confused about for Snoke's character is why does he care so much about Vader? Vader was the one who betrayed the Sith. Mm. Vader never really fulfilled his full potential. Why is he not like a Palpatine worshiper? Palpatine's the one who destroyed the Jedi. He's the one who brought together a thousand years of Sith planning. He is the man. Right. Like, it could just it, be bad you know? writing. <laughs> but it's like, what if but he why don't Vader? we hear more about Palpatine? <laughs> right. You know, we haven't heard anything about Palpatine. Unless he created Vader yeah. and, you know, like. And, and, and the Kyber, so. the, the crystal, it, it's a Kyber, I think. Oh, is yeah. it a Kyber? I believe, so. yeah. I, I believe that. Yeah. Why is it black? What happens to old blood? I thought it was obscene. Turns, turns black. Right. I love that idea. I think there's going to be some kind of reveal, and I would love it to tie has the to prequels together. I, I hope they do. And JJ and says it's, they're and going it's to Plagueis, but, yeah. and he's not going to. No, JJ says they are going. Okay, to. good. Yeah, that, I mean, because I, I heard JJ say this will be the continuation or the conclusion. And this, there's a quote that we read in some episode, mm-hmm. and it made me give, gives me so much hope. Is that this will be the conclusion of the Skywalker saga? That he doesn't even refer to it as Episode Nine or whatever. He refers to it as what it is, the Skywalker story. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's just like, what is this movie going to be? Three and a half, four hours long to Give make up for me. the first. I hope Give so. it to me. I hope so. Too. I'll take <laughs> eight it. hours. Give yeah. me a director's cut, Lord of the Rings style. Like I'll yeah. take that too. Yeah. yeah. 
I because I think there needs to be that bridge to the prequel. I don't care if they things. do four more episodes. You know, just yeah. do it. You know, yeah. we have I think like seven hours worth of or episode three was supposed to be four hours long. I think mm. it was. Oh, yeah. And there's the footage that is out cut? there. It's out there. It's somewhere. really yeah. No, there's not enough footage to to make the current cut three That's, hours. I, I don't know. I read somewhere that, that they, they it's out, out there, but they like cut out a whole bunch of stuff. To the internet, let's look. No, there, there, there's that. There's that whole moment where that one Jedi gets murdered uh, by um, Shakti. Yeah, we, we saw yeah. a lot of uh, yeah. deleted scenes on the special, especially that yeah, big she DVD. Get, she gets packet. killed twice. She gets killed like three. Times. Yeah. Oh, really? Like, like but the like, one, the one where Anakin kills is the canon one because Yoda sees it in the vision during the Clone Wars. Yeah, right. Did you guys see that clip? Right. It's yeah. like an unfinished. And then you see him walking in the temple and yeah. like. Yeah. So that's the canon one. You haven't seen it? See, that that's my greatest unfulfilled thing about like. Renzo Sith is my favorite Star Wars movie. But it also has my greatest pain in it. Which is that. And I remember I, I got lucky enough to go to the premiere not to uh, humble brag. But I was, I, I, you know, mm-hmm. my friend took me to the premiere as a gift. Brag, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so excited. It was here, it, it was here in, in Los Angeles in some like smaller theater. Anyway. And um, man, when 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 you when, when you got that Imperial March, and you see Anakin walking up the steps, walking up the steps, like I remember the the goosebumps that I had, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh man, yeah. here we go. This yeah. is what we've been waiting I for. I love how George shows him walking for like fifteen seconds. You're like, you you go, George. Yeah, yeah. yeah. make yeah. a moment yeah. out of this. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. This is like because we've been building to that moment. I mean, I think everybody. I think a lot of people were. Confused and, and, when it started with a little kid, little Anakin and yeah. Phantom Menace. Right. I thought it would be he would I, be older. I thought it should have been a teenager person. And I was convinced me, it was going to be a yeah. slaughter, a set piece of nothing but slaughter. Kind of like what you get in Mustafar when he kills the trade guys a little bit. But with, with the Jedi. Jedi Masters. I know. And yeah. they got that in the hologram where he's like choking one. And he's like, <laughs> right. and I'm like, we never got that. That I'll never forgive George for. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what everybody oh, wanted. And him in the suit. What, what's, your, what's your Star Wars dream? Like, like for me... It's pretty much tied is seeing that play out and reading George's and Michael Arndt's episode seven script. Those are my two things. What's your sort of Star Wars uh, uh, daydream? If you could have anything in Star Wars. Mm. A job to direct one of them? Okay, that's that's a good That's a good episode one. Episode two. Literally what we're trying to do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah, dude, Star Wars. It's amazing how this um, – you know, we've been kicking around here. I'm just going to give you guys a little insight into Collider's inner workings. But we, we've been kicking around doing kind of like a rule of two format for Game of Thrones, you know. Mm-hmm. And if you look at Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones probably has 20, 30, 40, 50 hours more content than Star Wars does mm-hmm. if you put it all together. Yeah. You know, maybe not with Rebels and like, and like you know, Clone the Wars. and everything. But. Yeah, but like, you know, with like the real core videos to like yeah. live action, there's so much more Game of Thrones than there is Star Wars, yeah. you know. But we've been thinking about it, and it's tougher for us to wrap our heads around doing a weekly Game of Thrones thing because with Star Wars, you have this hope that it's like, to your point, a never-ending story, you Mm -hmm. know, that there's always more coming no matter what happens. And that was the promise of Disney, right? A Star Wars movie a year. Mm -hmm. Um, But like my Dolphins, I just feel like we've had losing seasons, and we just – we don't have the right quarterback. We don't got the right right receivers. Well, I think they're going to wait till Episode Nine comes out. And then there's, I think, Benioff and Weiss, I think they have their story. I think they're waiting in the wings, and I think Celebration is when they're going to be announced because we're finally wrapping up to your point, Game of Thrones. You guys going to Celebration this year? 
I gotta get tickets first. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna make some announcements about that. We're gonna do some cool stuff. In Looks, celebration. yeah. Cool. It's looking good yeah. so far, but I think that's the, there's gonna be an announcement. And an if we do, we'd love to have you guys join us. Yeah. And like, you know? I'd love to. Yeah, yeah, yeah please. Yeah, yeah. We, we're I'm trying in. to get a panel going for uh, Rula Two. Sweet. Damn, um, this guy's fucking spoiler warning. We're trying. <laughs> trying. So, so no, yeah. we. Okay, now that I guess we're spilling the beans, we got it. We just don't have a date for it and a time yet. Oh, see, I wasn't even going okay. there. <laughs> keep it, keep it going. Keep it yeah, going. Yeah. Anyway, this is like we we are, we can't keep a secret on this show. No, we can't. It's fine. Yeah, but I, I think but, a lot of people. But are I didn't assuming. give up my source about Clone Wars. No, no, you but didn't. But probably everybody it was knows Ahsoka it. Tano. Yeah. Um, I had a point here that I wanted to go into, but I can't remember what it is. It's all good. Yeah, it's about just loving on Star Wars. But but I think Danny, honestly, like if you look at when the original trilogy came out, everybody loved it. Mm-hmm. When the prequels came out, the original people hated it. Yeah, mm-hmm. like my younger generation, we all loved it. Yeah. Then you got the sequel, and then everybody who liked the prequels hates it. The original people like it. It's amazing. My son loves it. And I think eventually, if once they start just turning them out every year and everything, I think eventually, it, of course, if they're all good. If they're I good, think we'll yeah. get to the point where everyone's just going to be liking it again. I hope you know? so. Because right now it's I like – because it's, it's a us versus them mentality, which that's – you know, it's prequels versus sequels or original versus. It's like, why does that have to exist? Which yeah. I abhor. <laughs> yeah. I hate it because if you listen to Rule of Two, and I give him a little bit of shit when he talks about <laughs> the you know Last Jedi not liking it, but it's all in good fun because right. at the at the heart of it is the Big Mac or the Force right. and because the story. It, we consider ourselves a loyal opposition. You know, we 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 both want the same thing, even though. We're, we're on slightly different sides of the table on it. We both want the same exact thing, which is just we want Star fantastic Wars. Star Wars films. Right? We want you know, good Star Wars films. But we grew up around the same time, so for him to like the prequels as much as he does is a surprising yeah, you're, thing. Yeah, you're an outlier. Yeah, well, you are me, an outlier. For me, but I came around. For me, it happened. For me, it happened um, when I started playing Star Wars Galaxies. Okay. When I started playing Star Wars, did you guys ever play this game? I haven't played it. Okay. It's an old school game. It doesn't exist anymore. Probably, I think the, my brother played it, if I remember. Yeah. I got a lot of requests to play it, but I've never even looked into it. Yeah, yeah. So Star Wars Galaxies, look, and I'm a gamer. Like, I, I uh, my career started in the gaming industry. Yeah. Um, and I believe Star Wars Guys is the greatest video game ever made. It's the most ambitious. Better than KOTOR, huh? Oh, the, uh, KOTOR is... Oh, I got to play Galaxies. <laughs> KOTOR is children's play compared to, really? to hmm. Star Wars Galaxies. Oh. Galaxies is on just some other level. I mean, like, Galaxies is probably more ambitious than something like Red Dead Redemption 2. You know, like, it's older. You know, it was the most expensive game at the time. But anyway, when I started playing Star Wars Galaxies, um, and um, I started realizing, like, holy crap. Like, I'm starting to understand George's vision for the prequels, you know, like this this perfect mix of like the politics with like the undoing of the empire, what what the Jedi culture actually meant to the people versus what it turned into and how it was destroyed because of this feud with the Sith that's been going on for a thousand years. This incredibly elaborate thing started to really play out for me. The more I started like obsessing over this game, Galaxies. And then when I saw Revenge of the Sith, because I didn't love the first two prequels, like when I first saw them, I thought they yeah. were okay. But I, like I was angry, like pretty much everybody else of my generation. But when I saw Revenge of the Sith, to me it all came together, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I look, maybe it's a little bit of like Stockholm syndrome because I, you know, like the original trilogy was so precious, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. And then like 
you know, you got Jar Jar and you got like the polishy look and all this stuff. But to me, Revenge of the Sith brought it home, even though I, I, I'm still more pissed off at Revenge of the Sith than any other movie because I thought I was going to get that scene and I never got it. Yeah, I came around on the on the prequels. I, you know, I was very similar. Walked out of Phantom Menace, sticking up for it. Uh, walking out of but Attack of the Clones. Walked out after it finished. He didn't. He, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, yeah, yeah. after it finished, um, seeing Attack of the Clones, which is for me not a good movie, and walked out of there so, really, really not liking it. Like this time, I was like, nope. And like in yeah. Revenge of the Sith, but I have come around now that I love the prequels for what they stand for, what they try, what Lucas tried to yeah. do, and. I see the story, and we we say it a lot. Execution maybe wasn't all there, but in general, I'm all yeah. in on every Star Wars. What, so that's the bigger question: Has the fandom as a whole mm. gotten over the prequels? I think generally, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. now a meme. You know, we, we, I think we I think it. they have, yeah. but I think that they, you guys like if you guys want some funny shit on Reddit prequel memes, you guys follow yeah. prequel memes yeah. on Reddit. That's mm. incredible. That's like half his life. Oh, yeah. oh really? It, you're on there a lot? I'm not on there, but I, I see all their stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. And as for that scene in Order 66, I, I don't know, but we might get it in the new Fallen Order game. Mm. I thought okay. that got canceled. No. No, they, no, they canceled something. It was they, like the four they, other games they canceled. Yeah, yeah okay. they canceled the big open world yeah. game. So right? Fallen Order is more like a single this player. This one's right after Order 66. It's about a, 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 a young Padawan Jedi, and he's got a, a female master. forgot her name. Mm. And... I don't know. I could see him like talking about it and like maybe going to a flashback or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's EA. Uh, yeah, I think it it's respawn. Be. Yeah. EA. What What do you guys think? And like, there was an article that just came out. Uh, I think you shared it with me. Yeah. But there was an article that just came out that said that there's been a drastic drop in everything Star Wars related in terms of the ancillary products. Yeah, I believe it. Toys, video games. Yeah, all that I stuff. saw it for the comics. Look at my views. Yeah. No one, really? Yeah, no one cares about Star Wars right now. Like, even everybody a, 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 a 1.5 million sub channel. Like, I I should be having like I was doing. I had more views in June of 2017. Like post that was Force Awakens. Por, no, um, yeah. before before yeah, Last Jedi. Jedi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was the hot time for talking Star Wars. Huh? Like, that's the magic of Force Awakens. It was the conversation. It was like yeah. Avengers now, but there'll never be a more hyped Star Wars movie than that movie than Force Awakens. Yeah. You think yeah. it's you think it's we're, we're on the other side now? Yeah. I think so, but I but I think I think we've gone like this. I think we're going to come it's, back. It's, yeah, we're going to come, yeah. gonna come back. Quality up with will bring us back. Episode so. nine yeah. is really good because we're gonna. There's going to be yeah. And to your point, yeah. I think there is a little bit of pullback on Star Wars in general. If he makes a good movie, if he gives the fans a lot of what we're like hoping for, if we feel satisfied, yeah. and just the fact of it being the alleged wrap up of the Star Wars saga yeah. or the Skywalker saga, I think you're going to see that, and then. TBD, and that's why I think it's going to be Benioff and Weiss's yeah. movie, and I think it's going to go back to the the building of or finding that there are Jedi, and then they oh there are Sith, yeah. and how those factions form. Yeah, I think that that's what personally I would love to see. I think Star Wars has like the most powerful and emotional fandom. I think if they all come together, like we've seen in the last week, they can really make numbers fly for you know Disney and Lucasfilm and. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get really cool movies. I think it would it would just drown. Uh, not to say anything bad about Avengers. I think it's an awesome movie. But what they grossed two billion was it? Mm-hmm. I think we could like Star Wars fans with a good Star Wars movie could be like three billion, four billion, easy. Right. I do think. think so too. Do you think uh, Episode Nine will make more money than Episode Eight at the box office? Yeah. 
I think if it if it well, if you hits like that sweet spot, episode three yeah. made much more than episode two because one, two, and three. Yeah, because it's the and again it's the wrap up. Yeah, it's the wrap. You want to see how it's going to end. Yeah, and I think if so the quality is there, and if the quality is there for the fans, do you think I'm episode talking three about can everybody. be Force Awakens number two all time? Episode nine, you mean? Episode I'm nine. sorry, yeah, episode nine. Okay. I think question. if it does, yeah. if it, if it gets the word of mouth. But but mm-hmm. you know something people forget is that like okay like let's say like episode eight got like mixed publicity or bad publicity. Either way, it has like the most publicity of any film really in Star Wars because people are so divided by it. Yeah. Regardless where you stand, you're going to see nine because you want. If you're a hater, you're going to be like, yeah, I told you it sucked. If you're a lover, you're going to be like, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Like you're going to see it. And all these boycotters, there's probably like three hundred of them. Yeah, just, I, think, I just think team. they. I just think they have allowed. <laughs> no one's going to boycott. <laughs> Nobody's going to boycott. Of course, I, I think. Of course not. And I think it is so minuscule. I think that there is. It's really hard to actually measure it if you're considering the thousands, yeah. millions of fans out there for it. Which, to that point, I mean, can we get these fans to just be like, "Look, I like Episode Eight. Yeah. I if if Episode Nine comes out and." Does really well. Do you think it's inevitable there's going to be just some detractors like The Last Jedi? I think it's inevitable. Yeah, well, that's with everything. Is. Yeah. With Look everything. at the prequels. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people now are – is the prequel hate over? I think it is. Um, we'll see what happens Not with the rest. Not in this office. Not in this office? Yeah. Who hates the prequels hates here? the prequels? Fire, fire those people. You mean the host of Jedi <laughs> Council? He doesn't, he, hate he, them. he doesn't hate them, but me and him go back and yeah. forth because like – we have this pretty popular show that we do here called Top Ten or Top Fifty. We just like we do these lists, and it's like yeah. it, it, it's it's kind of like those VH1 videos, like you know, we are the seventies or whatever. But we mm-hmm. do it about you know different topics, and everybody wants to do a Star Wars one, right? Um, and uh, you know, they've actually presented me with lists, and like, yeah, it's got Force Awakens and Last Jedi ahead of of Revenge of the Sith. And it's just like that's never going to happen. Not on my watch. <laughs> there is a there. Yeah. There yeah. was a lot of people voting. No, and not a lot of people. There was four people, probably over forty voting. Sure, four, four yeah. people. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, from it's a just certain like, point of view. Yeah, it's just like I can give the original trilogy one, two, and three. You know, like however you want to stack it, right? Like I can do that. Mm-hmm. Like if you're trying to be like objective about it, I can do one, two, and like four, five, and six. You can mix them up however you want. Yeah. I actually kind of enjoy watching Return of the Jedi a little bit more than, you know, like it's just more, for me, rewatchability is a huge factor in when I say this is my favorite, you know, Um, and to me, Return of the Jedi is very rewatchable, you know, there's some, you know, some parts in there, but like, you know, Empire seems like such a commitment all the time, you know, and I love Empire, (laughs) yeah, it's an emotional commitment, Um, God, it's the one I go to the first, and maybe it's because it's, but New Hope is so old it's, it's already. It's cozy. I don't know what it is. I don't know how to like describe it. But he's like he's in the hut. He's like training. And yeah. Like, it's kind of like Karate Kid Star Wars. Yeah. 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 What, yeah. What's, what's your What's your Star Wars list? Just r- rattle off. Order? Yeah. Like my favorite or the best made. Your favorite. I would go your personal favorite. favorite. Give yeah. you Give your yeah. list. So probably yeah. three. So number one is Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Then Jedi. Jedi. Then Return of the Return Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Okay. Oh yeah. There's two Jedi. There's now. two Jedi. Right. Um, That's what I'm here for. Yeah, thank you. Return (laughs) of the Jedi, Empire, New Hope. Mm -hmm. Rogue One. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Rogue One. Rogue One's in there for sure. That's pretty much my list as well. It's very similar to mine. What what about yours? Uh, Three, five, six, Rogue One, four, uh, one, 
seven, two, and then solo, and then eight. Yeah, mm-hmm. see, like, if you guys came to me with that list, I'd probably, like, that I'd green light. Like, that's a solid yeah. Star Wars list. It's a good list. Yeah. yeah. It's a good list. There's, it, it seems like there's, in that order, there's, it just, he really likes certain parts of yeah. different movies that yeah. elevate the next. It's a good place to put Rogue One, too, right? Because, to me, Rogue One, and I've seen it a bunch of times, but to me, there's a lot of fast-forward moments in Rogue mm-hmm. One. Oh, yeah. You know, Big like, time. a lot of, like, but that that scene of Krennic... All the Krennic stuff I can watch over and over and over and over ben and Mendelsohn over again. Give me a Ben yeah. Mendelsohn movie. Yeah. I'll yeah. take that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll take that over freaking Cassian Andor. Like, yeah, well, <laughs> he yeah, could they, show they, up. They both died. They so both, it's you know, he works but, a lot with Vader in the comics yeah. before Rogue One. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so Krennic does in this new run? Uh, yeah, it was like one of the newer ones. Vader, like, he, like, tells him something about kyber crystals, and then Vader goes to Coruscant, and he goes to uh, Urso's lab, and he's like, why are there kyber crystals here? Oh, wow. Yeah. Because I like, got to check this out. I, read I the, really got to get to the, get I fell off back the into comics. the comics. I've fallen off the comics. They're What's cool, no secret? When, when he was trying to create the new crystal, and, like, he goes off on that mission, and he kills that one Jedi... Um, I kind of lost. Oh, track. Kira Kinfila. Yeah, the old dude. The old dude. Chuck Norris looking guy with yeah. like the white hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Blue skin I, I, or whatever. Yeah. Does it get better after that? That's kind of where, where where I got to yeah. with the comics. Yeah, it gets cool. Yeah, I mean, it delves more into his psyche, Vader's psyche. Yeah, it goes into his psyche, but there are some parts where he, I don't know, yeah, he just cool. fights off some like lame Jedi. There, there was Barris. Was it Barris Offy or something? There's like, a few was filler, filler editions. No, not yeah. Barris Offy. It was someone. It was Master Bar. Master Bar, yeah. And I was like... Yeah, they Did you cover the comics with Star Wars Theory? Absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. That was like one of the main things that I started off on. That's yeah. great. Yeah. So trying to really get like a, like a full breath of the whole Star Wars thing. Now let me ask you a question. Do you feel that they're doing a better job with some of these ancillary narratives than they are with the core one? Like, do you like the comics? Do you like the books? I like some of the comics. I'm not like, if you print Star Wars on something, I'm not going to be like, oh my god. Like, yeah. it has to be cool. It has to resonate with me. And like, I, you know, so on my channel, I pretty much cover whatever I think is cool. Yeah. Which, lucky enough, I mean, most people think is cool too. Yeah. You know, yeah. That, that was for me. I think there was something print Star Wars on it you tell me, and you show me Last Command by Timothy Zahn, and has a Star Wars on it. I am losing my mind now. It's like I, it's hard for me to really catch up on all the, yeah. the products yeah, that are out there. It's like, and I don't want to have to read a book or a comic to realize why Holdo is the way she is, yeah. or this because you know, if I'm completely honest, I love the Last Jedi, but there are yeah. certain things in that movie where I'm like, mm, Holdo's whole thing. I would give you some notes. I didn't get it. Yeah. I like the the the, the hyperspace. Thing, the hyperspace scene is the is awesome. It's one of the I'm best like, things. Why didn't they do that ever. earlier? Right. Right. You know? right. So there, but there are certain things that the canon I feel is alienating me, a huge Star Wars fan, because when you had the Timothy Zahn trilogy come out, I yeah. devoured that. Because I read that obviously like we didn't have it two or three I years. Just read it this year. Yeah. <laughs> Not really, the first time. And Dark Not Empire coming back, okay, yeah, yeah. coming out. You know, and that's one of the few book. books I actually reread. I don't know why. I, um, I love it. I'd read Plagueis again if I, you know. Really, I've never read that. Dude, one. that like yeah. Plagueis is one of the books. best That's the books in the yeah. canon in the non-canon material. Is that your favorite novel, the Plagueis one? Yeah, I read it a really long time ago, and I've like skimmed some of it now. It it's the coolest. The it coolest, is the coolest. coolest. So, so that one I read up to the point where he's on a ship, mm-hmm. and uh, it kind of has like a like a like a smuggler vibe. The ship, and he's like with them, and then he gets a little pissed at them, and then. 
all hell breaks loose. That's kind of where I my got favorite was when, or one of my favorites was when he was teaching him how to use force lightning. Oh, in that field, yeah, yeah, yeah. Plague is to uh, oh man, to I haven't Palpatine. gotten there yet. I haven't yeah. gotten there yet. You got it. You got to. I got to read that one. Yeah. Uh, we could talk about Star Wars all day, but it is it is time. Is it? It is time. But we didn't get the it's red outrageous. light. Outrageous! It's unfair. We didn't get the red light, but we do have a light here of an hour and a half that we're going yeah. in on oh, this. There you go. There. Well, First of all, he light. set me up for an Attica line, and I totally missed the fucking. Oh, what was it? Yeah, you blew it. Yeah, you yeah, blew it's, it. It's what? Too late. This has never been done in the history of the Jedi. This is unfair or whatever. It's <laughs> outrageous. It's insulting. <laughs> this is outrageous. It's By insulting. the way, episode two, we're going to have lots of prequel lines. Oh, really? But not corny, like, you know, but we're going to have some yeah. cool Man, You only get the opportunity to have, like, two to three lines yeah. from movies. So we, yeah. we use that line. I think my most used Star Wars line is probably another happy landing. Like, every time, like, when me and Frank, like, you know, we just did this nature doc, and we were in some serious, dangerous stuff. Mm-hmm. As nature often presents you with danger, you know, especially yeah. being so far away from people. Chihuahuas, man. Yeah, yeah. And every time it was another happy landing. And we always, like, we knew that... It was everything was going to be all right once we got to the end, uh, and we all said that line in unison. Yeah, yeah. that like everything is cool, you know. I don't even know. I, 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 I've worked in. Would it help if I've got out and push quite a bit? And that's just when anything goes wrong, and people right. go, "What?" And I go, "Leia." I'm How we doing? Back. How no. we doing, kid? How we doing, kid? Yeah. Uh, I thought they smelled bad on the outside. I right. say that quite a bit. Right. Um, but guys, I really want to thank you for coming yeah. in here. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, we, we gotta we we gotta talk more, man. I feel like we're just like. You know, we, we don't just really know each other. Yeah, just yeah. getting the vibe going, you know? Well, I became a big fan of your channel. Obviously, Vader, Shards of the Past, uh, Danny Ramirez, and Theory, SWT, Star Wars Theory. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, um, thanks. thanks. It's Spiffy right. Nerd Herder on Spiff, YouTube. Yes, no, I was wanting to plug your channel. It's Spiffy Nerd Herder. Nerd Herder. Oh, I thought it was Nerd Herder. My yeah, bad, my bad. Spiffy Nerd Herder. And then, of course, Star Wars Theory. You can check those YouTube yeah. channels out. You guys have a Twitter, Star Wars Theory, at yeah. Star Wars Theory. I'm mainly active on Instagram that one's on Instagram yeah, okay and where can that is it just Star Wars Theory Star Wars Theory yeah. and Danny anything out there that you can follow Spiffy Nerder Spiffy Nerder <laughs> perfect um, but thank you guys for coming in I'm glad everything got tied up with the uh, the claim yeah. yeah and now guys please go and support this fantastic fantastic Vader fan film you're going to learn a lot you're going to love it you're going to actually be it's going to think I really believe that yeah. that some of that stuff you did with Vader is some of the best story in Vader, um, kind of. And a lot Thanks, of people, man. I saw a lot of the comments. Comments are like, "Oh, they they monetize it. Lucasfilm monetize it. Great canon now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to make this canon. Right. So oh, I love a, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I put on my that. resume already. I directed a Disney movie. There it is. On, on our last show, <laughs> on the podcast we did last week that you were on, um, a few of the comments were like, "Oh, you know, this movie's going to make more money than Solo. <laughs> Something. <laughs> could be. It could be. Only if that were true, right? Only if that were true. But that is episode 23 of Rule of Two here on the Jedi Council Podcast One feed. You can find us at Collider Videos on the main channel. The video you're watching now, drop in some comments. At Mark Fernandez on Twitter. I'm at Riley Around on Twitter and Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. 23 in the books. Guys, thanks for coming in. Thank you very much, man. And we'll catch up with you. Uh, We're going to get some updates on your next episode. Hopefully it's sooner rather than later. And let's just talk Star Star Wars shit one of these days. Let's just keep going. I'd love to get your opinion on on Star Wars Galaxies. I actually uh, have worked with an MU server that I can give you a heads up on. It's it's a good weekend. It's a good weekend. um, He swears by it. So I got to do that. Have you seen that new game I I started streaming? No, no, no. no. it's like the mod from Jedi Academy. These guys created this amazing. Uh, First of all, I probably play the mod you're talking about. What mod is it? 
movie duels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a classic. And like going to the Jedi Temple, you can have yeah. anyone fight each other. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I want I, in on that. I've lost a lot of time on Jedi Academy <laughs> movie duels yeah. mods in particular. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. fantastic. Anyway, We're gonna have to get an ready? update on that yeah. and get you yeah. guys back. And Danny, Keep, come back anytime, guys. Please, yeah, and you. keep us posted on everything. But that'll do it. That's in the books. Episode 23, Rule of Two, dropping every Tuesday on Collider Videos. We'll see you next week. Rise. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. Wrap up the year with holiday cheer at the all-new Bush Gardens Christmas Celebration. Experience a winter wonderland as you walk through eight festive villages with twinkling lights, holiday decor, and entertainment. Bush Gardens Christmas Celebration is a limited capacity event. Select dates through January 3rd. Take advantage of the biggest sale of the year going on now through November 27th. Buy one two-park membership, get one half off during the Black Friday sale. Make your reservation today. Restrictions apply.